This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Ovation Bistro and Bar. Let me tell you, there's no better place down near Pawson Park to eat than Ovation Bistro and Bar. They've got two large screen HD TVs and also they've got spacious, comfortable cushion seating. And also they have an amazing bar area. And speaking of their bar, don't forget they have got an all day happy hour with two for one wines, two for one wells, and two for one Bud Light and Miller Light draft. And if you tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you, you can either get a free Bud or Miller Light draft, or you can get a free house wine. Johnny, how do they find Ovation Bistro and Bar? They can find them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Ovation Bistro. And don't forget, a reservation's available upon request. Give them a call at 863-354-6967. And remember to tell them that the happy, happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. My name is Johnny Womack, and I've got my broadcast partner. What's going on, man? It's Deuce, and this, of course, is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. And every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with a patented Deuce salute. Yeah, it does. Ah, uh, that one was a lot better than the last one. Yeah, that was very good. That one had a little more stank on it. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little more English on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, of course, uh, this is the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We yeah, are a twice weekly podcast. Dropping on Tuesdays and Fridays for your listening pleasure. And, of course, every time we get together, we have a good time, and we love to bring friends on. We love to bring guests on. And uh, we are joined yet again by the amazing, amazing local <laughs> artist, uh, Josh Bauer. You can find him, joshbauerartist.com. And his last name is B-A-U-E-R. So definitely look him up. He'll have all of his amazing things. He's got prints and originals. You can do custom uh, commissions and all that stuff. So hit him your way and tell him the happy hour Giant Deuce sent you. Josh, welcome back yet again to the happy hour. Thank you for having me. What's up, guys? Hey, and we thought uh, the first, if you get, pull back the uh, time here, uh, we Josh actually joined us on a couple of episodes, and we actually got to go through his whole amazing, you know, start from his art all the way up to where he is now and his amazing rise he's had all the shenanigans yeah so definitely go back and check out that episode it's amazing you get to learn a lot about him but we th- we actually had a couple more questions about you as a person because you mentioned that you're from ohio actually yes sir i'm uh, originally from northeast ohio born and raised uh i moved uh out of ohio and down to here in uh orlando area uh when i was not even 21 yet i think i was in my 20s oh, uh, early 20s so, oh wow! So you spent most of your young adulthood, if you will, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. I went. To, uh, I lived in a bunch of different areas. So if people are from Ohio are listening, I uh, grew up a majority in Austin Town, like uh, young uh, in in the Austin Town area. Uh, I lived in Southington for some time and uh, Warren Howland area. So, so yeah. Well, I always. It's funny because uh, Johnny is a transplant. He. Was born and raised in Louisiana. He's, yep. he's the original Louisiana animal, yep. as I like to call him. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and and seeing how you're from Ohio. Now I'm a very very rare breed. I was born and raised in Polk County, Florida. A Florida native. Florida you, don't native. Yeah. you don't see I those. You don't see. I think I know uh, like maybe three. <laughs> we're my, we're my very rare in the wild. Florida native. Yeah. So it, it you know so when people say like oh I came from here and then I moved down here to Florida when I was like twenty 
are like I came down here like Johnny. How old were you when you moved down here? I was like ten. Yeah, so like that just blows my mind because I've always lived in Polk County. Like I've never been any. I mean, I've been places on like vacation, I've but I've left. never. <laughs> yeah, like I never had left. me in a yeah. cage. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, it's always, always cool when I find people that came from other areas that came down to Florida, which I think is awesome because we are definitely a transient community. Oh, so, but You guys don't have snow. So when I found that out, I got the hell out of Ohio. You want to know something funny? I've never even seen snow. That's I, my, I have a stepbrother, and uh, I don't think he's seen snow. And I like my mom has a couple of friends that have kids, and they're like, we've never seen snow. I'm like, you're not missing shit. Well, that's what everybody says. What I really want to do is I want to do a Boston trip, and I would love to see snow, but I don't know if I'm going to hook it onto that trip because I want to go to a Red Sox game. Even though I'm not a Red Sox fan, I just want to go to Fenway one time. If so you want to see been. snow, if you, like, you're going somewhere yeah, to see like, snow. like, I want to see it. Don't go to anywhere, like, northeast area yeah. because you'll go and you go, I'm going to see snow, and it'll and rain. And you see shit, yeah. Like, I went up for uh, a few years ago for Christmas, and I'm like, oh, I hope it's a white Christmas. It might be the last one I see for a while. Nah, shit, rain, yeah, everywhere. Just poo poo. You know, so if you want snow, go to like Colorado where that's they make what everybody says. They're like, or... either go in Colorado or go to Montana, or yeah. they're like, go to well, one of those kind of uh, Midwest. I've got to do my no- never eat sour watermelons. North, <laughs> yeah, my northwest. I got to go to the. Yeah, yeah I had to do. I had to midwest. do my old Boy Scout never eat sour watermelons <laughs> in the northwest area. Yeah, well, my my wife's actually from Nebraska, so uh, she lived there for seventeen years, and she does not miss snow at all. Doesn't miss the no. ice. Doesn't the, miss well, any the, of that stuff. the last year I was living in Ohio, uh, the last April, and I stress the words April. It we got snowed in for a whole weekend. It oh, was wow. me and a couple of my friends. And uh, we found out on Friday that this big storm was coming. And it, it's always a 50-50 chance, you know, right. that it's going to be happen horrible. It's it's, you're all going to yeah. get – we got snowed the hell in. Yeah. We were not allowed to go on the roads. We weren't allowed to do shit. They're like, you pack up your shit and stay the hell yeah. home. I'm like, all right. So this was when my mom already moved down. I was in charge of the house. Had some friends over, and they, like, slid over because <laughs> yeah. the snow was already bad. Yeah. The one's friend's mom brought us food to make sure we were going to get Good. through the yeah. weekend, Good. all right? Yeah. And it was the weekend Super Smash Brothers came out on the Wii. What? Oh, that's That's awesome. a great weekend to get it snowed It is an in. amazing yeah. weekend. But we didn't have it yet. Oh, no. That Saturday was supposed to be the, the launch, the, the launch and, and we were supposed to go to the mall. End, so they weren't, yeah. So they canceled it. Oh. So we had the Wii. We had all our video games. We played them all. Yeah. Sunday morning, we get a phone call from my wife's sister. Yeah. And my wife and I, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time, um, but we're, uh, we we wanted a Wii. We didn't yeah. get, we didn't have one yet. My friends got us into it, and we wanted one. Yeah. So... But as early in the morning, my my sister-in-law calls, and she goes, oh, Toys R Us just got a new shipment in. They're dirt cheap. Go get them. Yeah. And I look, and Kayla's like, we got to go. I'm like, we're not supposed to be driving still. She goes, I don't care. We're gone. Yeah. I'm like, all right, random adventure. It took us um, about two hours to dig out one car. Wow. Wow. It may have been pushing three hours with two guys shoveling with big shovels. we're talking big, brawling, you know, big dudes. Not just like scrawny dudes. 
Okay, maybe they were scrawny. <laughs> well, I know I'm scrawny, and the other guy's smaller than me. But yeah, we can lift pretty yeah. well. Uh, I, I work out, you know. No, but uh, yeah. No, this, so- is, this is WWE. They were six four and two hundred and fifty pounds of ripped steel and sex appeal. But yeah, digging out the snow. Two hours to uh, dig it out, and then we live like right down the mall. Usually a five minute drive, yeah. twenty thirty minute drive. Yeah, while my, my wife's slow, driving. Right? Yeah, my wife's driving, and the roads are still horrible, which I don't know why. Even the main roads that they're supposed to, you know, plow. And yeah, they're supposed to ice plow and so put salt on So the whole time, shit. we're going slightly sideways all the way down the road. Wow. You had to fishtail oh, yeah. the whole way there. You really had to be serious about one that week. Oh, yeah, and we uh, we, we got there. First people, through, and the, the, guy, the old guy handing out tickets, it's like. Are you serious? Like, you got here? Yeah, they're like. What are you doing here? I'm like, I want a Wii. So we're in line. We're going to buy the Wii. And, like, the the other crew we were with, we're going to get our Super Smash Brothers, too. Yeah, they went to GameStop. So they Stop. split up. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah. we're going to GameStop, They bitch. split up from us to go into the line for that. And uh, they're like, oh, you're going to be forever. In, out, 10 seconds. And nice. we got over to the mall part. And yeah. they're like, what the hell are you doing here already? I'm like, dude, nobody was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, we got the Wii. We got another game. We're good to go. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so uh, after that was my nail in the coffin. I'm getting the hell out of Ohio. Well, see, that's – I already had that, but, yeah. (laughs) That's a funny thing because when I had my Xbox 360, which I still do and I was on Xbox Live, I played with a lot of guys from, like, the Northeast, like a lot of guys that lived in New York, New Jersey. And then once it got to, like, winter season, they'd be like, look, you know, we've got to stay in all the time. So they were buying all the new games, playing all the new Uh games. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like – well, I'm going out. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's Friday night. You know, it's only like 80 here. I'm good. And they're like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, dude, you don't understand. When it's winter here, it is winter. We don't leave the house. So we buy all the new games because we're basically trapped in our house unless we're going to work or to get groceries. That's oh, it. yeah. And your work? Yeah. Will make you come to work either way. I used yeah. to work at McDonald's, and I uh, one year I went to drive down the road. Another horrible snow. The roads were not done. Yeah, and I did a one eighty at the top Whoa. of my road. Whoa! Full like fa- I, I kind of felt like Fast and the Furious for a yeah. second. And, You're like Tokyo yeah. Drift. Bitch. You ever see that movie? You ever see that movie Out Cold where they had the guy and he's in there and he's all drunk and they just oh like, uh, they yeah spin his ass around. <laughs> Yeah, a lot faster than lot, that. Wow. And there was a little bit of pee-pee when I was done. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm it happens, like, folks. I'm like, yeah. And, the, the, and it, like, the memes that you see that it's, like, all snowed in. And yeah. The, yeah. And, your like, bo- that's and no it's joke. like, your yeah. boss is, you're still coming to work, right? That is exactly yeah, They're like, you're still the coming to work. Yep. It doesn't matter. Wow. And that's the thing that surprised me because they were like, no, like, we get all the new games, especially during the winter season, because, like, we're indoors all the time. We only leave for work and to go to the grocery yep. store. They're like, maybe if we're really lucky, we'll go out and see a movie, but even that's, like, pushing it. So he's like, dude, I don't mind buying the new Man, the new Call of Duty, the new this, that, whatever. Because oh, he's like, our... I'm spending so many hours inside my house. Oh, yeah. I don't have a video game to play. I'm going to lose my mind. Oh, yeah. So, well, and then when the sun does come out, you got to enjoy it as much as possible. Yeah. Especially from where I am in uh, Northeast Ohio, um, uh, my grandfather told me or told my mom when we left, uh, finally moved away. Uh, my mom used to talk about there, there were so many cloudy days. Oh yeah. And he goes, "Well, you know that's why they built the military barracks here, right?" He, she's like, "What are what? you talking about?" She he goes, "Yeah, they got like two hundred and some. We get two hundred and fifty some uh, cloudy days." Right. So it's perfect for if anybody flies over. Most of the time, it's cloudy here. Yeah, I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. So, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I, I, you know, being from Louisiana, uh, we, you know, you, 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 people had snow days right back in Ohio. Oh but, yeah. Well, we, we, the whole state of Louisiana, had most of it is, 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 well, it's <laughs> under sea level. So under sea level days. Yeah. So we have go. flood days. Okay. No joke. Like we, it, it, this would be happening during like. Because Louisiana and Florida and Mississippi and Alabama are very similar. It's it during during the summertime, it is hot as balls. And you oh, guys, yeah. li- you're living yeah. here now. You know what that is? Oh yeah, it's hot as balls. Like it's it's like 85 percent humidity and it's 95 degrees. Like today, it got to 94 degrees. It, it by like eight o'clock in the morning it was already 80 degrees. It was oh, insane. Yeah. You sweat when you walk out oh, the door. Right, right. So like. In the same thing you get, and this isn't even summertime right now. We're actually this is this is early. This is, spring. This is yeah. like this yeah. be like spring, but it's yeah, still it, it's summer came hot. early. Summer yeah. came early, but we didn't dur- have a spring. Right. We had like a week of spring. And yeah, said, fuck you. Yeah, so, <laughs> so July and August, uh, you could set your clock by about three thirty four o'clock. You'll get afternoon thunderstorms every single day during the summertime. Every yep. single day. Uh, that's why a lot of the theme parks, like though people like leave early because they're anticipating oh, yeah. the bad weather. But Louisiana is the same thing. Is like we knew you'd get rain every day, but because it's under sea level, it was like right before the summer break let out. What happened is it would be raining in like May, and then it, it was always like a rush and roulette. Are we gonna miss a lot of our like our last uh, you know couple like of weeks, two, three weeks right school. before finals? Right. And like there was a part where we had actually one year we actually had to, uh, and this this pissed me off. They had to cancel finals, and then we had to go through the summer. We had to go back ah. in and take finals during the summertime because we got flooded in. Like half the half the the school. This is elementary school. Uh, back when I was like eight years old, or whatever. Uh, we back actually, yeah, back in the day, they say uh, we actually <laughs> had water, and you could see it coming. And it's not like a flash flood where it's like, you know, whatever. Oh it's creeping. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was like it came up, and all of a sudden, my dad, my dad would always put like a like a measuring stick, like a yardstick, so you could see how high the water would get. Wow. Was like, oh my gosh, are we gonna have to evacuate our house? Because we got gonna have to start sandbagging and like right. well, sandbagging. Well, what everything? happened was back when I was like six months old, they actually had a flash flood because of a hurricane came through, and they actually, I was six months. Old and my uh, mom and dad actually put me in uh, like a little canoe or whatever, and like it had like my uh, baby blankets in it and stuff like that. Okay, Moses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they so they actually had to like uh, like they got a, like a boat and everything, and they were they had to go through it. It was all the way up to like the, seriously, <laughs> like it was like it was almost chest high. It's how high the water was. Like you could go wow. up on the roof. And, like, it destroyed everything. Like, this is back when you didn't have digital in the cloud and all that. So, like, they lost wedding photos, wedding dresses, oh, all the stuff you can't replace. Wow, yeah. So, it was like, they, they knew, like, Louisiana, man, when it, right before that summertime, those, it, you better you better watch out because you'll get. But then one of the cool things is, is when it happened during the summertime, you were out of school. Right. So, it was like. So, was, you could just play in a bunch of freaking water. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, be careful because there's snakes and stuff. Like, there's ah, snakes. Ah, gators. Those, He's like, yeah, snakes and gators. They'll come in there. But it was like, yeah, so we had, we had flood days at school and it was it was just so weird because like you literally couldn't leave your house kind of like with the snow and stuff like that so oh yeah it was yeah. really weird well and i i've had a few years when i was in uh, elementary school um we would have so many snow days that you got to make up oh we had okay. it one time and i just remember and I, and I was young but i'm even still thinking like this is stupid we had to make up one day yeah wow one day and I'm like, and, and all we did was watch movies because the curriculum's done. And, she, <laughs> and I looked at my teacher. I'm like, why am I here? And she goes, well, you have to be. I'm like, this is bull. Yeah. And, I, and I was like real young. But yeah, I we will do that say a lot. This, we did because me and you had to do it one time in high school. We had hurricane days because right. you, you would have a hurricane and you might have to be out two or three days. So we actually had built into our, you know, how many days we had to do. 
we had hurricane days, so it was like you know, I remember we had to make up two or three days for hurricane days, and we were supposed to. I don't remember if it was spring break, but it was something where we were supposed to have the time off. Oh, like, okay. no, you got to come Monday and Tuesday, and. I remember going, bitch, please. Like, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. even go. I was like, all right, if you taught me something important, you better write it down. Well, <laughs> I've, I've heard, like, you know, you would have, like, the, the hurricane days down here, but they don't give you as much as, like, snow days. They Ohio. don't, not at all. And I'm yeah. like, no, I think you they know give you, like, hurricanes a week. Yeah. come here yeah. and quite often. Why wouldn't you could do it up in Ohio? Well, for you got to understand, but... and, and, and coming from a guy that's, you know, a native of Florida, like, right? It, hurricanes for us, and this is coming from a guy who went through the big three, which yeah. was a few years ago, where actually we lost power in my neighborhood for a week. So yeah. for a week we had no power, but literally in a hurricane, like we'll have hurricane parties. We'll, everybody that's what comes I've heard. over, we bring coolers, we'll fill them up with beer and booze, and we'll just, like, all your friends will hunker down one place, we'll have a safe room. Where like if shit gets real, we'll go in the room and we'll right. you, you put the mattresses over. Yep, our head. I know exactly what you're talking about. I have yeah. not experienced this. <laughs> no, yet. no, no. I have no not like, oh my god, we did, we did down, it at so. my house. I want to say two or three years ago because we had one come through and they were saying, "Oh, it's going to be bad." So I said, "All right, everybody, let's come to my house." And we moved every single mattress from my house into this one bathroom I had because it's in the middle of the house and there's no windows. The only okay. thing in there is a big mirror that could break. Right. So we put four mattresses in there. So we're like, okay, this is a safe room. And then we had like, God, we had enough liquor that could have gotten an <laughs> army drunk. And yeah. we just sat there and drank and we watched everything. And about halfway through the night, the power went out. So then we all turned on like our radios and our, like our, we had our, you know, our, internet phones now you know right. they had the iphones and everything so we're listening to music and shit and just kept drinking about two or three we're like all right i think it's gonna be all right so we all just kind of went and slept in our sleeping bags and chilled out and the next morning we looked and yeah some shit got turned over and yeah some of the branches off the trees came off but it wasn't bad right but then again i've been there when it's been bad where we've had to go to the well, safe room i've had to put a mattress over our head like deuce is oh, talking about, about to get real what he's talking about now is back in 2005 2005 right. was Big three 2005 was the worst that such floors had now think about it what year is it now 2015 yeah it's so been, it's been knock on wood it's been almost a decade since Central Florida's had a really bad hurricane. Yeah. So it's yeah, been over, makes me dude. real dude. nervous. Right? I'm well, waiting for because I have not experienced one. I moved down in 2008, so right. I I did. I think I've been in one like uh, what is it? Tropical depression? Yeah, tropical depression. We've been a few of those, but yeah. well, here's the good and news. And that's just because, annoying as hell. You know, us living in Polk County, you live in kind of Orlando, right? Where we're at, we're dead center of the state, so right. most everything's going to hit the coast. And even though it might start at Category Five on the coast. By the time it gets to us, it's going to be a four or three. Right. So you're getting a lot of rain. You're getting a lot of wind. But it's not like if you lived like on the coast, like the people in Tampa or the people that are all the way, you know. Homestead. On the, yeah, homestead, oh the gosh. East Coast. Like when, it, when Andrew and Charlie went through oh those. My God. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. Well, it was funny. That year, 2005, was, was they had three, but you actually had six hurricanes that came through Central Florida that year. Right. Yeah. And three of them were bad, Gene, Francis, and Charlie. Those, yeah. those three. And they came within weeks of each other. I'm talking about like it was like bam and one what was it Francis went through the state, went back out and went yeah. back into Florida. We were yeah. like what is going <laughs> on? We just this shouldn't even be possible. Yeah. And so no, uh, Francis had a Florida boner. Is what he did. Did. He's like, I'm fucking this place <laughs> hard as a can. And he's just like I want some more. <laughs> no, I actually remember watching that up in Ohio going, "Wow, somebody pissed off somebody." <laughs> yeah. 
Looping around back, well, I'm going to bone you again. There's well, one state that needs fuck? some Jesus right there. <laughs> it's funny we just could. kept getting bowed. I'm like, what do we do, dude? Like, I don't know who the hell we got to kick out well, of the state, but somebody here. There's sin in the camp, man. It, it, sin well, in the camp. The, this is a conversational podcast. We go off on tangents. So this is like a hurricane section here. We're talking about this. Because it's so funny because I was dating my wife. We, we, we went to uh, Folk State College together and music program and all that stuff. She's an amazing classically trained singer. She's awesome. I play couple instruments or whatever uh and uh we we met there and we started dating in 2003 and then it was like i was over at her house um this is back in 2005 i was over at her house when she was with her mom in lakeland mm-hmm. and we were like hey uh we just heard that the you know, the hurricane's actually a lot closer than they think because the wind speed has picked up they said it might be here it could be here over you know in the next 24 hours and I'm, i call my parents they go oh, we don't want you driving you know right the winds could be bad so i stayed the night and uh, I parked my car away. Like, I was like, all right, where are all the trees at? All right, I'm going to park all the <laughs> way over all the way over here. There's no trees in sight. So, it, of course, it was like what Deuce said. It was bad. It was right. like, I mean, power went out, did the whole thing. We had our, our radio on. We had, you know, we had the candles going and all that wow. stuff. And, uh, I mean, it was bad. It, I mean, it was, it was hard to oh, sleep yeah, through I've it, too. Oh, yeah, I've heard a lot yeah. of horror stories it was, from it. I mean, you hear stuff, and the way the wind would howl, like it was almost like someone was whining and, and moaning. is really freaky. Uh, and you'd hear stuff and hail, and I mean, it was bad. And so we get up the next morning, and I'm like, all right, well, looks like the we're at the apartment complex, and everything looks fine. No windows are broken. We go downstairs, and uh, it looked like a war zone. No oh, joke. Oh, yeah. I walk out. My neighborhood looked like a war zone. So I go to my car, my 90, 1997 Ford Taurus, and I go in there, and there is a tree branch that's went through the ah. windshield. It's all the way in the back seat. Like, it went through it. And I'm talking about, like, my car was like, way far away from a tree like it was yards Man, away from a tree like the nearest crazy. tree was like all the way down there and i'm like there's no way how did i mean because there's winds there's man. only one really good bonus about hurricanes you will get new yard furniture like <laughs> yard furniture will land in your yard i'm like i could salvage this shit like now i gotta do i gotta do table i gotta little do, paint yeah exactly little little paint. Yeah. yeah like i need duct tape this bitch yeah fuck ikea like i can duct tape and super glue this bitch back together that's where I got my yard set from, just so you know. Like yeah. the, the only reason I've got a table outside and a couple chairs is because it landed in my yard. I'm like, <laughs> don't think anybody's claiming this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I thought I had it bad, and then and then I all of a sudden I started. You know, my wife and I were driving. Her car was fine, and my, her. Oh, my, of course. My <laughs> mother-in-law at the time we were dating, but my mother-in-law. You should have parked now, it under the tree, and you would have been fine. I yeah. know, right? You, they were it fine. It was too far away, so it See, that's right. why I always yeah. do put it, it right under the tree, because the whole tree ain't going down. No, it was so. like softball well, pitch from one of those crazy girls. That, right. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I had it bad, and there was a bunch of people that had through the windshields like me, not as bad as mine. And then I, and then we drive around. We're just pursuing the damage, because right. I mean, police and FEMA and everyone's all around, and it was bad. And uh, we go around, and some dude, a whole tree fell in some dude's car. Oh. Like it was like it made the. I'm talking about it made the. Uh, it made the uh, the car look like the, the Titanic that it just it split in half. Oh, and I'm okay. like, oh my wow. gosh! I was like, dang! And the guy was like crying his eyes. I felt bad for the guy because uh. like I guess it was a lease. It wasn't. He didn't own the car. Oh, oh. it was horrible. Yeah, 
I oh, was like, it's yikes. Bad. I hope he was in church. Yeah, I was like, yikes. <laughs> so, like, it was just bad. It was really bad. And I, I remember I did. I only had, I only had collision or uh, liability on mine. I didn't, I, so, it means because if you have the full coverage, then they, the, Florida will reimburse you for your windshield. So, I had yeah. to drop 300 bucks for a freaking windshield because I had to work the next day. This is back when I worked at Disney. And so I had to work the next day, and, and you can't drive without a windshield, you know? And so here's... If, Look truth, around the tree like Ace Ventura. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the truth the true thing is, is like, <laughs> they, some glass got down into the AC. So, like, they replaced oh, everything. No. So when I would turn the AC full blast, glass shards would hit <laughs> me in the face. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> so, like, I told my wife when she's in the car, I'm like... Yeah, we're gonna be wearing sunglasses when we're in here. I mean, it wasn't gonna cut your neck or anything, but like it, it oh, was it uncomfortable. Could get in your eye, yeah, yeah. Like and I was like, bitch. we're gonna wear glasses when we're in here, and it 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 was a story I'll never forget. And and like it, I mean, hurricanes can be no joke because no. you hear it all the time. People like, oh, you know, you need to make sure you're, you know, if you're with if you're in the coast, you know, come in and we're inland and all that stuff, and you got to find your safe place. And a lot of like schools with the bleachers and you know, right. and the element, you know, auditoriums and all that stuff, and. Like it, you need it. Like you never know because knock on wood, Florida hasn't had since Florida hasn't had a hurricane in almost a decade. So yeah. right, and, you know, we're overdue. We're overdue for one. To say it like every time they say, "Okay, hurricane's coming," I'm prepping for the worst. June first like, to over. November first. Yeah. So and yeah. they've already already had some tropical depressions already pop out in May, which is kind of yeah, weird. Which so. is early, and they're early. like, "Oh, this is way earlier than yeah. it's ever happened before." It hit North Carolina. So, um, but one of my favorite speaking of Ace Ventura stories. This is when me and you were in high school. I, I in high school my senior year had the very brilliant idea to shave my head. There you so, go. But I did it in December like a fucking moron. <laughs> so it was cold as balls, and I go out to my explorer, and like the windshield is completely like frozen, like frosted I, over. Yeah, it frosted yeah. over. Do the, the windshield wiper blades ain't doing dick. So I had to roll down the window and Ace Ventura it all the way to high school <laughs> with a bald fucking head, no skull cap, and I'm like freezing my balls off doing Ace Ventura. And when I pulled up to school, they're like, "Yeah, it's Deuce. Yeah, it's Deuce." <laughs> what the, what's fucked up about Florida is because I know some of my Ohio people are listening to yeah. this, and, and it, it pisses me off. In Ohio, they yeah. sell the car scrapers. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. like everywhere. Yeah, find one in Florida. They don't. Find Make one of Florida. Yeah, you nope. got a special order nuts. that shit. You've got to actually special order it and have a mail it to you. Yeah, I actually, I have one at my house and it's in my garage. But like, yeah, because you don't, don't keep it in the car like Ohio no, no, people. No, no. They'll keep them in the yeah. summertime, yeah. just in case. Because yeah, yeah. you never know when the weather will change. When it's going to pop off on right. you. But, yeah, yeah no, I, I bought one, and I've actually got it in, in my garage now at the house because it's happened to me since then. Yep. But, at, oh, my God, that day I was like, <laughs> why did you shave your head three days ago? <laughs> like, this yeah. is the well, dumbest idea you've ever had. Well, the thing in Florida is, like, you know, people get shocked, too. Like, how it can get cold here. Like, yeah, pretty very cold. cold. Because and it <laughs> feels colder than, than – and this is all science. A, a friend of mine was explaining this to me. The reason why it feels colder to Floridians than if you're from up north is because it's a shock on the system because when you're 80 – typically when you're like 85 degrees and you've got like 75% humidity, it feels hotter than right. the normal temperature. And if you're up north or, you know, in Midwest and you're not feeling that same – you know, like Arizona's a dry heat, right? So it doesn't right. feel the same. Like 80 degrees there doesn't feel 80 degrees like in Florida. Florida no. feels hotter. Oh, yeah. So when you drop from 80 – and you see this all the time – 
you drop from 80 to 50 degrees, Floridians put it on their coats because oh, yeah. it is like a 40 degree differential to them because yeah. it feels a lot colder. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's all science. And that's why people, you know, always make fun of Floridians. Like, oh, look at them, their little jackets on. It's 50 degrees outside. Well, it's because our bodies, it's a shock to our system, our physically, I our bodies. The, I think the blood thins. It does. I, I, yeah. my it's whole, true. Like, Seriously. We've said that since we've moved down. And, and there's dampness it's always true. here. Yep. So it's like the dampness is colder. Yep. I go up to Ohio you know, every now and then, and I've gone up in June, which is one of our hotter times. Yeah. And I'm shivering. As soon as the sun goes down, I'm sitting there shivering. I'm in jeans, jacket, and my friends make fun of me so much. Yeah. I'm like, this is December in Florida. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, this is yep. our n- nice cold time. You can yeah. acclimate it here, though, too. Oh, it's like my wife. Six months. Yep. I was used to it. Yep. My wife, uh, you know, used to, like, Nebraska gets cold. I'm talking about, oh, yeah. like, you don't leave your house for, like, three months. Like, no joke. Like, you get stuff sent to you and all that stuff, like, airmail to you or whatever. I'm joking. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Amazon, gets, you've got the, a good the, market with the drones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the drones. Drone Go to Nebraska. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but all seriousness. Nebraska is going to be your first state. You need to yep. implement like, that, that, too. Yeah, but in all seriousness, I'm talking about negative 40 degree winters. Oh, yeah. yeah, and so like you go outside, and if you don't have any, you're gonna lose a, you're gonna go hypothermia in yeah. seconds. Yep. Like it's that cold because it's always it's so flat. It's consistently 20 mile an hour wind gusts all, throughout the whole year. Like we went there and we were shooting some film and some video. Uh, we were there for a few years, a few years ago for Thanksgiving, and you can't hear anything because it's like. Oh yeah, it's consistently the wind is going consistently because it's so flat. So it's like you tack that on to a thirty degree temperature, it feels like it's ten degrees outside because it's so cold. The windshield. So it's like when you go there, they'll they'll get like you said, like uh, up north, like the same thing happens in Nebraska. They'll go in and all of a sudden October, there's still snow on the ground and there's snow. Oh, yeah. It starts off and oh, it's it, crazy. When in in Ohio for Halloween, uh, when I was younger. You had to plan your Halloween costume around snowsuits. Yep, makes sense. And I, what's really bad about me is I, I am a, a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. Yeah, yeah. So I used to camp in snow, intense. Oh, wow. Intense. And now it gets, you know, 60 or so here. I put my jeans on. I got my jacket on. And my grandpa makes fun of me all the time. He goes, he's like, yeah, you know, I'll come up and see them, and I've got, you know, layers yeah. on. He goes, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I live in Florida, Florida. now. Yeah. I don't do the snow yeah. thing anymore. Yeah. Which, I, actually, speaking of that, I want to ask you a question before we get off the, the wild and wacky weather topic. Yeah. This became Folks, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Wizard really quick. We, <laughs> Folks, did, yeah. we didn't know before we started this episode that, that we, we were going to spend talking... uh, 28 minutes talking about weather. <laughs> but, uh, awesome. but, no, I want to ask you a question because now you're in Florida, and as a painter and as right. an artist, right. how does the humidity affect your work? Or do you do a lot of your work inside so it doesn't I do, affect it? At the moment, I do everything inside except for the spray painting. Okay. And from what I have noticed is um, I never uh, – okay, so I don't know how to explain this the best. I never painted up in Ohio much. Okay. Like uh, when I, I – because I actually hated painting when I was oh, wow. in high school. Okay. I, I was forced – I did a lot of drawing right, right. and doodling. Um, and then when I got into high school, I took different uh, a bunch of different classes, and the one was drawing and painting. Well, right. I got into it for the drawing. Right. And my teacher forced us to paint at least right. a few times. So I only painted a couple of times in buildings. Right. So I've only really painted hardcore down in Florida. Um, you, like some of the products that I use because I put a special protective coating on all my paintings. Okay. You have to watch when you put it on. 
because it cannot uh, be over a certain degree okay. or below a certain degree to dry and put on correctly. Now, if you don't mind me asking, what is the coating do you put on? Do you put Scotch Guard on it? Like, what is, <laughs> what, what is the coating that you actually put uh, on I there? I can't remember the name. It's one of those ones that I remember the, the label. The label. I buy it all the time. It's not Scotch Guard. It's not Scotch Guard. <laughs> That might work. Who knows? But no, that, actually, I put that on my clothing a lot. They actually have spray on Scotch Guard now, right? Right. And I'll, like, if it's a shirt I really like, I'll Scotch Guard it. So yeah. then, when shit hits it, it just rolls off, <laughs> which is awesome. Like, I remember uh, I, they used to, and they don't do it anymore. Miller High Life did this thing where when you bought it, you got points. So I've got three official Miller High Life, like what the uh, drivers, the delivery drivers oh, have, okay. which is like the button-up shirts with the High Life logo and the huge – I mean, it's it's oh, bigger yeah. than a dinner plate High Life logo on the back. All three of them are Scotch-guarded. So, nice. like, you could pour wine on it. You could pour anything on it, and it just rolls right off because it's Scotch-guarded. Oh, yeah. uh, but I, I didn't know what you put on it, your paintings, because, like – Prime example, you're painting today, you drove around with it in your car. Right. It's super hot. Right. You know, you've got the humidity. I, I didn't know if there was anything you put on it to make sure it doesn't mess with it after the fact. Yeah, it's it's a pr- protective spray of some kind well, that's made for acrylics and stuff like that. And I uh, I use it to protect it because I travel so much right. with these. Um, yeah, there's like a, a – when I would paint, I don't do it very much anymore. Uh, we use like a clear coat enamel. Yeah, that would like go over it, and you have to let it dry and all that yeah. stuff. And and uh, well, and the the other nice thing about the product that I use, and I, I don't know if it's all of them, but the one that I use, it uh, all the blacks and the dark colors right. in in the painting makes them pop. Yeah, it brings. Oh, them Oh, really? Up. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Like, Whenever you put those co- coatings awesome. on there, it makes any kind of dark color pop. I'll have to I don't do know a why. picture one time where yeah. it's the before and after. Oh, I'd love to see that. It yeah. makes a huge difference uh, when because uh, yeah. It because like I'll sometimes not like it uh, before I put the spray on, and then when I put the spray on, I'm like, okay, that's much better. That's awesome. So yeah, I continuously do it, and it just protects it. It makes yeah. it last longer. So when a person, well, buys especially it, we know uh, in Florida, uh, I have allergies. Actually, that's why I had to step up for a second. Um, right, I have allergies, so like, uh, there's a lot of dust and pollen in Florida. Like, oh yeah, it's, with all the wind and everything, and yep. you have the Gulf, and you got the Atlantic or whatever. So like, you've got a lot of that dust and pollen coming in here, and that can hit hit your paintings, hit your drawings, hit whatever. It's on your car, kicked on your car. It's like you definitely want to find a way to protect, you know. Oh, everything. yeah. One well, with the uh, – because now I buy – I've after Megacon, I know I can do well at a booth, uh, a 10 by 10 booth. Sure, yeah. Because uh, just to let some people know, uh, convention – all conventions work differently, but there's usually Artist Alley, which you get about a six- to eight-foot table, and you get a little bit of display sp- – display – place Space, yeah. behind you yeah. that was hard yeah I, I think i hurt my tongue on that one <laughs> um but for me that doesn't always work especially if i want to start trying to sell the big canvases and everything you know i can take up like you saw my setup at megacon oh yeah i took up that whole 10 by 10 dude you filled every inch you could fill and i could have awesome. filled more right i mean i took uh, i took like there was more canvases sitting in the back corner so I had to pull those out and show people that if they wanted to see them. So I could take up uh, 10 by 20 if I really wanted to. So now that I'm doing – like each convention I buy now is more of the big style so I can bring everything with me. And, uh, yeah, I mean just putting the spray on and I'll put um, – usually I have everything in garbage bags. Yeah. So uh, it's um, – you know, they don't rub up onto each other. Right. And, or knock into each other. So, yeah. I've had a few times where, because I, I drive a little Kia Soul, so shit shifts 
and it shifts the wrong way and i'm like losing my shit because i think two paintings are laying against each other the wrong way because if you go and like say i have this on the wall like this and somebody lays something on the center of the canvas it'll stretch the canvas out and leave dents in it oh really oh wow. yeah i found that out the hard way a couple of times oh no yeah i'm not gonna lie this is probably the most expensive thing other than our soundboard that's ever been in our studio and i've been walking around it like it's yeah i tip i tiptoe around it i wish i had yeah. this recorded there the whole time because it's been fun <laughs> to watch you guys like don't don't you guys don't even want to look at it the wrong way yeah well like we took and i picture. throw this thing around like it's no tomorrow yeah. well see we took pictures of it and i said hey josh maybe you want to put that in your car and he's like and Johnny's like, no, let him leave it. So, you know, me with my big-ass fucking country <laughs> yeah. boots, uh, 13s, I'm, like, walking around it, making sure I don't accidentally, Little like, tip hit toes. something, tiptoe. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, if I hit this, it's going to be bad news bears. <laughs> uh, they honestly, and uh, it, it, they can take some damage. They really can. I mean, not a ton. I mean, because it's more like knives and sharp objects. But like but, you, you know, said, because when I said, hey, you might want to put it in your, your car, you were like, unless you put your fist through it, it you're going to be fine. So yeah. I was like, well, okay. I still well, am and, treating it like it's it's like yeah. fucking gold sitting on the wall. Well, but. and the heat will fuck it up quicker than anything. Really? Oh, yeah. That's like with these conventions, I have my day job. So sometimes I have to pack the car and leave right from my day job to go right. to the convention. So I have to hide my car in the shade as much as possible. So he right. drops it down twenty degrees or so, right? Because I mean, Florida sun. Well, you can oh, bake yeah. cookies in the in, your, yeah. in the front of your car. So yeah, it's um, it, it, it's a lot of fun because I also have a black car because I'm a genius. And yeah. you know, <laughs> so, so we're gonna take a small break. Yep. And when we get back, we'll be talking about what's it called? Some WWE and Dan- Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, JDF. Uh, Jason John, David Frank. Jason David Frank. Oh, Johnny David Frank. There we go. Johnny David Frank. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tito's Jason brother. David Frank. Yeah. We're going to take even all that in, by the way. <laughs> That's all staying for the show. For our fans. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about Jason David Frank, the AKA green slash white ranger. Slash black slash red, red slash red slash. He was a black ranger? Yeah. A I dino thunder. Uh, an African American guy could play the black ranger. They, they, they broke the mold. It was the oh, ones that my brothers watched. I actually watched it, and he was like the teacher, the professor. He was like their mentor. Because he's old enough now. Yeah, and he was the black ranger. Okay, so we'll be back. <laughs> Let's some Power Rangers off. Yeah, we'll be back. Anyone that knows uh, the Happy Hour and Johnny and Deuce, we've we've done several episodes on one of our favorite media's, the WWE, um, the World Wrestling Entertainment. Yep. And uh, Josh, are you a fan of uh, WWE, my friend? Oh, just a wee bit, just a wee bit. Oh yeah, bring yeah. bring us back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have watched, man. I have watched since I was real young. I uh, I know I was. You know, fans of Hulk Hogan, and you know, uh, oh yeah, I was actually a bigger fan of Ultimate Warrior though. Oh, okay, yeah, they had I rivalries was, back in the day. Oh yeah, so. I was a Warrior fan. I had the old school '80s action figure. Oh nice. Like, eh. 
I had those, and then you know. But I, the one I remember the most is all through the Attitude Era, and I watched oh, a good chunk of the Attitude. Beautiful era. era. Oh my oh, gosh, yeah. it's so oh. inventive, and oh. I did get banned from my mom because again I was younger. Right. Uh, when uh, Undertaker put uh, Stephanie on the cross. Oh, the oh I remember that. My mom cut me off then. <laughs> yeah. You know what was funny? I was actually watching it that night with my dad, and he looked at me and he goes, "You know, it's really sacrilegious, right?" And I'm like. Yeah, you want me to change the channel? He's like, no, we got to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my mom's just like that. Uh, my mom usually lets she used to let me watch just about everything. Yeah, but, but it was that just was that. way pushing she goes, the envelope. No, I'm you're not done. gonna lie. Like that, even when I was watching, I'm like, this is fucked up. Yeah. Like I can't believe this is making it past the censors. Dude, like, okay, yeah, okay. So what? My mom goes, I flip it on and. And and uh, and it's it's a scene where uh where the, they're in the back Val Venus we choppy choppy we choppy and then it is fair like he goes it cuts to black yeah, with and it's and it cuts to black my mom goes yeah. all right what are you not watching WWF at the time you're not watching that right now for a while so she cut me off and like. Literally, I guess that was funny. Cut me yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she stop. cut him off. Yeah. Just like Valvinus' <laughs> dick. But there was a lot of things. They pushed the envelope with WWE, especially oh, yeah. the back then, they just didn't I mean, I mean, shit. think about it. Stone Cold dropping the middle of finger salutes left and right. Oh, yeah. Like, and drinking his Budweiser. I mean, dude, it was so much fun to be a fan during that time. Because oh, yeah. you had your competition with WCW. And WCW had some amazing in-ring talent as well. Yeah. They weren't as big. I would say... If you take away all the NWO stuff, WCW didn't have that uh, the storylines like WWE no. right. did. But they right. had some amazing in-ring talent, and that was one thing that you know if you are if you have the WWE network, which is nine ninety nine. Good job, yeah. sir. Yeah, I like that. I didn't even play that. Josh got it. Good, good job. It. I love yeah, it. It is amazing because like you go back and they have this amazing program called the Monday Night Wars. Uh, I watched and the hell. Out the of rise that. of the cruiserweights is. A flight of the cruiserweights yeah, is so amazing because de- that was what was so great about you know going to WCW because I was one of those you know previous channel button guys. I've flipped through the com- I'd be like, all right, let's see what WCW is doing. All right, WCW is a commercial. We flip back to WWE and I flip back and forth and like I go back and forth between the both and I'd, I'd go and watch WCW for the in ring talent because it was amazing. All the cruiserweights, it was amazing because they were taking the Japan wrestlers, they're taking people from Mexico and all over the world and oh, bringing yeah. them in and like this is back when Chris Jericho was really you know cutting his teeth. Yep. You know, he's really doing and Ray Mysterio. Jr. Oh my yeah. gosh! I yeah. mean, psychosis. Uh, they had amazing, like Dean Malenko. I mean, Laparka. Like there was all this amazing in-ring talent that Which, was coming. By through. the way, guys, go back and look on our SoundCloud. You can find we did a whole episode. Oh on yeah, the flight of the Cougars. We did a whole review of it. Goldberg. Nice. It's a whole hour episode. So go yep. back and look at it. We might actually even tag it in this episode. It's one of our earlier episodes, but right. it was a great episode. One of our first episodes was sound effects, if I remember. Yes. You put, Goldberg's theme music. I did. It, I, which we haven't, a couple we haven't got. We haven't gotten a it, cease and assist on yeah. that yet, so we're pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but, but hit it in the background, back yeah. you know, and it was yeah. only like for five seconds. Oh, five seconds. I don't. I don't think they. Yeah. yeah right it was. Yeah. It, but it was. It was great to see that time because they. It was like up until like what was it. Mid nineties, WCW was winning. Actually, they yeah. they they, they, won, ran, they, they won, won for, for two like, years yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah. I watched the hell out of that Monday Night oh, Wars. Love thing. that. I love how they well, would recap the everything. They're talking about putting that all like in a DVD box set oh. because they taped so many interviews. They're like, we can't put all this on the network, so they're gonna put like the DVD box set oh, and I then add all the interviews. So right. that's collection. the that's the word on the street. Allegedly, is the word our lawyers I would tell buy us it, we have yeah. to use. Allegedly, so definitely, I'm looking forward to that coming out and. That was 
that was a great time. And speaking of the nine ninety nine, because you said you were a big Ultimate Warrior fan, if you go yeah. right now on WWEShopZone.com, it's a free plug for you guys, WWE. <laughs> uh, they've got pint glasses now, and they've got them with Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker. I think Daniel Bryan's one. I know the Divas nice. is one because they had all of them at MegaCon. And I'm not going to lie. I am kicking myself for not buying them because they had everybody from, like, oh, Biggie yeah. Langston. They had, like, so many people. It was nuts. Yeah. But I was afraid that if I bought them and took them home, they would break in the way oh, there. Okay. So I was like, I, I, plus we had our special guest with us, Rachelle. We had Ori. We had a lot of our friends that you yeah. can listen to on previous podcasts. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm spending all day with them. Because literally, I would have bought in like eight of them. And I'm oh, like, yeah. if I'm carrying this around in two plastic bags, I'm afraid they're going to break on the way home. But now, yeah. because I got a $25 coupon, because I was an original member of yep. the WWE Network, which is $9.99, yep. uh, I'm thinking about using that just to get those. So, because those, nice. I love pint. I'm a I, pint I glass collector. I haven't yet. Where the hell is mine? What, were you a day one subscriber? I'm pretty sure I was. Well, check double, check ch- your spam double, folder, yeah, too. Sp- check oh, your spam okay. folder. Because sometimes it gets sent to that. I will hunt yeah. that shit down. I yeah, because they give they you gave, 20, I want yeah. a shirt. $25. Key. That's what I, 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 I'm going to be getting a, uh, uh, I'm a Paul Heyman guy shirt. Cause yeah. I, oh, I nice. love Paul Heyman. That dude's a genius. Like, the yeah. dude knew, I mean, he, he is one of the creative, you know, uh, people uh, in WWE, yeah. one of the creative talents, whatever. But, like, the dude is amazing. I love that guy. Did you watch his? Special. Oh my the, god! Uh, yeah. My name yeah. is Paul Heyman. Yeah. That yeah. was like, that was so back when he was behind pa- the scenes. Pa- I was like, yep. wow! Like, I'm during- surprised they're letting him say this stuff. Like yep. when I watched that, I was like, it, it floored me. I was like, yeah. really? They're letting him get away with back when he this? was this Paul awesome. E. You know, with WCW or uh, ECW and other things. You know, because and also he was like. He loved to promote certain people. Like he was a huge proponent of CM Punk when, when CM Punk when people weren't gonna like right. bring him over. He's like, no, you got this guy's got something. This guy's got, you know. Speaking of CM Punk, though, uh, hey, hey, hey. there's a well. Before we hit that, I want to add one more thing to your comment. Uh, if you guys have not watched, you've got to watch ESPN did E60 special called Behind the Carton. One. I have not. Got, seen I've it yet. heard it's on YouTube, so yeah. there's places you can watch it. But you've got to watch it. One of my favorite things is. I guess Paul Heyman has been kind of a fixture in NXT because uh, Triple H comes out and he does this big in- uh, announcement to everybody and he talks to all of them and he's like, look, you know, you guys are the future of this business. Yep. You're the talent. You wouldn't be here if you weren't didn't have that something special. But I'm not going to lie. Not all of you are going to be here when I do the next one of these in a month. And sitting front row is Paul Heyman. And I'm like, oh, my God, Paul Heyman is taking time out of his busy schedule to be at NXT and help mentor these guys. Oh, yeah. This is a guy that like cares about the future, and he's a big mentor. He has been a big mentor, CM Punk, which leads us to what were you saying, Johnny? Well, we had saw something online, and we've heard it for a little while now, that they have some heat between uh, CM Punk and um, Jason David Frank, um, mm-hmm. who is the Green some Ranger. Some heat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you and I actually got on a debate online today about that. Oh, my God. Like, I it was like a 50-page, like, 50 I wish this debate comments. was on the happy hour page. Oh so, next God. time, Brian, you want to put something, put it on the happy hour page so we could have gotten the 80 comments on oh, a happy hour post. Yeah, it I got 80-some-odd comments on this post today. And there's your like, shout-out, Brian. <laughs> yeah, there's your shout-out, Brian, from the MDA Muscle Walk. Team Arrow. Yeah, <laughs> we love you to death, and we love the MDA Muscle Walk. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff with them in the future. So oh, yeah. keep your ears and your eyes peeled because that's all going down. So 
But, but yeah. we have a bone to pick with you. And that is <laughs> well, only, apparently Deuce does. I, I do. My only bone thing. to pick is next time put it on the happy hour page because we got like 80-some-on <laughs> hits on my page, which is hilarious because my computer and my phone was blowing up the whole right. time today. Yeah. And we had four or five people jumping in this well, conversation. This is what so. Brian goes. Brian goes, because it's just him and Brian, and then and all of a sudden uh, Brian's like, Johnny, you got anything to say about this? And I'm like, yeah, I do, actually. Cause <laughs> well, it's like, not just that. We got our good friend Dizzy Woo. We got to show a lot of love to Dizzy's been a big supporter of Sci-Fi Bartow, and I met him at that. He's a really, really cool dude, one of the coolest cats I've ever met, um, and he's always posting and helping us out with the show. So Dizzy, we love you, much love to Dizzy. But he jumped in on it too, and uh, man, it got heated. Like I don't know, did you see it today? I only saw the beginning. Oh man, it yeah, escalated. Dude. Like I even saw Brian already getting a little nervous. He and, was. And, was like, and it's, then it's, what's I that mean? Like this escalated quickly. Yeah. Like it did. It escalated yeah. quickly. And a couple times I'm like, ooh, I hope he read that right. Like because I said a couple things to him in hindsight where I was like. Ooh, I hope he doesn't think like I'm really legitimately mad at him or so, like I'm upset at him. He, uh, Brian was with JDF. Oh, yeah, he is yeah. like hardcore. And you're with Punk. I was seeing Punk I all day. Okay. I was seeing like, Punk yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, like I, like JDF. Uh, let's say his real name. Let's put Jason it. David Frank. Okay, That's Jason such a long name. David Frank. I'm sure you're a very nice guy. I'm sure you do a lot of things at cons. I am sure that you do charity work. I'm not. I, I want to say when we continue this conversation, because, A, we would love to have you on our show. So I hope you listen to this and maybe you will come on our show and maybe talk about this. We'd love to have you to talk about this. I'm just coming at this looking from the outside in from a businessman. It looks like you're trying to call out CM Punk because you know how much money and business is going to make you. Right. Now, from what Brian was saying, like, hey, he's got all these karate schools. Yeah, he's but... getting Power Rangers money. He's getting con money. He doesn't need anything else. But I'm like, look, dude, con money is only so much. Right. Uh, karate money is only so much. Power Rangers royalties are only so much. That is not CM Punk money. No, nope. CM Punk not is even in the, the same, UFC. It's not even in the same universe, literally, because, like, WWE Universe. Uh, but, like, you look at it, Jason David Frank is only... I, I'm not counting. You're a talented dude. We love yeah, you. And you, you've got the martial but, arts skills. Yes. Don't get me you'd wrong. You'd kick all of our asses in a happy. I don't want to get in a cage yeah. with you and no. have a fight. I don't want to do it. let's be honest. The main reason he's still relevant is because of the 20-plus-year-olds like us that that love Power Rangers growing up and that we're hardcore fanboys of it and that we love and see you and we support you in that. These 10-year-old 10, 10 kids are not don't know who – they don't watch Power Rangers, first of all, because right. the Nelson ratings have proven ABC Family had the power – the several iterations of Power Rangers. And that's not – the show is not really relevant anymore. And even Disney tried their hat at it at the Hollywood Studios doing little events and stuff, and don't – it just it just fell right. off. So – it's us that watched the Power Rangers growing up as kids that that's the main reason he's still relevant because, I mean, if you don't have something marketable that attaches him to himself, he's just some dude that kicks ass. That's all he is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, nothing against the guy, but CM Punk is – he is marketable. He is hitting two huge franchises. He's cross-promoting in that way. Right. WWE sold more merch than John Cena in one year. Like, think oh, about yeah. that for a second. That yeah. dude, like, he, he is amazing. He sells T-shirts. He sells merch. He has a brand. He has a following. People like us that watch—I mean, I've watched UFC regardless, but like, you know, there's gonna be so many people that are gonna go watch this first match on. Oh, I, I will be it's, one of those. Yeah. people. it's gonna be insane. Oh, you need to do that. You need to come out to the house. That should be your first night at the house. I've there got a go. spare bedroom for you and your wife, so you can spend the night because I know it's a long drive and the flights go. are late. 
You yep. can totally come to the house and stay because we have amazing UFC parties. I actually get a projector in the living room, so we've got nice. a full-on projector, and we've got the big 60-plus-inch TV HD. Oh, so there we you go. you should definitely come and do that because I can tell you right now, that CM Punk UFC fight, I've had people for months saying, hey, when's that fight going to happen? I'm like, dude, it's probably not going to happen until maybe early next year. Yeah, he's like, got a lot of training know, to do. Let me know. Yeah, he's got training to do, but it, it's the same thing where you're talking about the merch. Every single day, I go to UFC.com, I go to the shop section, and look, hey, is there any CM Punk shirts? Is there any? Because the minute his CM Punk shirt drops, it's I'm good. buying the first one. And, and the farewell is going to happen on Twitter because uh, oh yeah, the, the Twitter exploded, literally. Like, the farewell came up when, yeah. when he was announced that he was going to go to UFC. UFC, it like, exploded. It, it, it killed the internet for, like, two hours, seriously. Like, you couldn't go on the Facebook, you couldn't go on the Twitter. Like, it was it was crazy. So, like, I'm talking about, that's what I'm saying, there's no competition. We love yeah. you, Brian, but there's yeah. no competition. CM Punk is in the stratosphere, and, and no offense, Jason David Frank, but you're, you're, you're the con guy. You're the guy that has the fanboys that love Power Rangers. You kick ass. You kick my ass in heartbeat. You're you, and I love what you're you do. You're a fighter. You're like, a fighter. You're fight. awesome. Hey, but, I do have to say though, for yeah, those yeah, that please, are, please, please, yeah, please, yeah, jump on the other yeah, side. This first one, like one sided. First things a little funny though. Uh, if you watch Bat in the Sun, uh, the the YouTube channel where they put the two uh, like random characters to yeah, fight yeah, each other, yeah. he did kick Ryu's ass. So, I mean... Oh, in a YouTube video, <laughs> Kid Ryu's eyes? Okay. No, I, I, I will say this. I'm going to go out on a limb. Jason David Frank has more training. He has actually oh, true. been yeah. in MMA fights. Right. So, he has an MMA record, which, uh, no discredit to CM Punk, he does not have because he's never done one. If you put the two of them in the ring, who would win? I think it's going to be a toss-up because I David so Frank has... The knowledge and the background, but he's also what almost fifty, right? I mean, no, the dude. no, yeah, no he's that old. He's like yeah, forty-five. And if he is, he's, he's a good-looking yeah. fucking like fifty-year-old. Okay, dude. we're gonna Google yeah. it uh, on, Google on the spot. It, and while we Google yeah. it, I'm going to sing a little bit of the praises of of, of our boy JDF. I'm abbreviating JDF. it. It's yeah. so fucking. It, it's uh, I love you, brother, but your name is so long. We're just abbreviating it, JDF. Like he is in good shape. He looks good. Oh, yeah. He, but here's the thing, too, and this is what I put on the Facebook post uh, that people need to understand. UFC is a legitimate sport. Right. If you say it's the ex-WWE wrestler versus the green-slash-white ranger, it looks like a circus. Yep, <laughs> and it does. you've got to understand, true. Dana White, as much as... There are days where I don't like him, and there's days where I love him and sing his praises. I'm the the most 50-50 guy on him. There's yep. days where I can take him, days I can leave him. He is the smartest businessman probably next to Vince McMahon. Right. He knows what he's doing. He knows the sport that he's running, and he knows that, hey, this isn't WWE. This isn't a Power WrestleMania Rangers. Power Rangers. Like, WrestleMania match, the Power Ranger versus CM Punk, that – sells a shit ton of WrestleMania buys. That does not sell a UFC buy. Not only that, it makes a match look like a joke. So I think they could pull it pull it off. You first you need CM Punk to have some matches under his belt. Yeah. Because he hasn't even been on yet. Yeah. Right. Now we don't know he could come out and get, his, get ass his ass whooped. Who fucking knows? Yeah. I mean and, and I am a big CM Punk fan. I'm a fan of both. Uh but you know you don't I think it would be good for the UFC business yeah. because it's going to get 
you know, I like UFC and I like, but I'm not a person that goes and hunts out and watches it. Yeah. I, I watch my WWE and that's about it. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to, you know, yeah, putting a match on between the two of them, yeah. first off, I think this fucking started because of fans. Oh I yeah, think they it, definitely. I don't know where the shit it came from. Well, I, it just kind of popped out Can I tell you that Facebook. story to kind of yeah. start it? Because okay. it just came out Here, of nowhere. Here's what happened. Now, time. you've got to understand, this was circa about WrestleMania 29. This was okay. going to be the, if I remember correctly, the second match between John Cena and uh, The Rock. Right. That was also the year where CM Punk fought Undertaker. Right. Which was CM Punk's last WrestleMania. Fantastic right. match, by the way. Uh, oh, exactly. The best match of WrestleMania 20. Easily. Oh, hands down. Easily. Somebody said, hey, you know, they had made this mock-up of a match for WrestleMania, and he said, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'd definitely fight him. And I think when he said, okay, I'll I definitely fight him, I think he thought in a WWE, WWE right. you know, arena, like right. in the WWE world, which in the WWE world – Yes, that would have sold WrestleMania. Like, if oh, you said, okay, yeah. now it's WrestleMania 30, you've got the Green Ranger versus CM Punk, people would have bought it just to see that match, even knowing it's a scripted match. Right. But when you get into the world of MMA, that's real shit. Like, that's that's real But fighting. I think that's the better sale. I really think so, because you have two legit fighters. You've got CM Who Punk. Who got some legitimate beef. Yeah, you got CM Punk, who's yeah. becoming a UFC fighter. Yeah. You have JDF, who is a MMA fighter. I mean, you that's a better match than really what you could ask for for anything because it would work better in the octagon because well, they are fighters. But let's look at it this way, though. I, I, I want to equate it to Ken Shamrock, for example. <laughs> Former UFC champion, um, he also went into WWE, and then right. he tried to go back into uh, UFC, and he didn't do as well as he wanted. Uh, he he won some matches, but yeah. he, he got into his 40s, and all of a sudden his cardio, no matter how good you are, yeah. his cardio dropped out. Well, the out. age catches but up. That's well, the see, problem and, and I'm looking at. That's uh, Dave, the biggest thing. CM Punk is 10 years younger than Jason David Frank, so he's got yeah. he's got 10 years on him. So it's kind of – you look at that. Did I don't, you just look it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 41, so he's okay. not as old as and I thought CM he was. CM Punk is – I think he's like 32 or something. Yeah, he's in his mid-30s. Yeah, okay. so he's got almost a decade you know, a decade on him. So but that's JDF is – like he's a, a great shape. Workout but I know he's yeah. a great shape, but I mean, you you look. I don't know. I, if you're but, doing, but and no, he no, no. does the martial arts, so that will help but you with how the is his ground thing. technique. So it, that's another thing is like you can be. And that's, it doesn't always equate when you're watching someone fight. There's different t- when you're in UFC. Right. You have different things. You, you got if you're not if you can be a great brawler, you can be a great martial artist, and you know all that. But you get taken to the ground. You look what happened to Brock Lesnar. Yeah, tap, buddy. You're done. Yeah. Right. You don't you don't prepare for it. You're not good at it. I don't care how big you are. You're gonna tap. So right. I mean, he, there's a lot of things involved when it comes to UFC. Here's the other thing. Coming from a UFC fan, a guy that buys the UFC pay per views, watches UFC fights, um, you've got to understand UFC is a young man's game. UFC mm-hmm. is built for people in their 20s, early 30s. Right. Once you start getting mid-30s, you're falling off. 40s, you're falling off fucking hard. Right. And the problem is, when you're in your 40s and you're doing good, your challengers are probably going to be people in their 20s and 30s. So you're 10 years older then, so right. you got to prepare even harder. Because yeah. you're like, look, this guy... like. Trust me, I'm 32, almost about to turn 33. I would not want to fight somebody that's 22 because they probably whoop my ass because they've got so much strength and agility and just energy. I don't have the energy of a 22 year old. Right. Period. Right. So that's just science, folks. I mean, you, yeah. you, you get <laughs> older, I mean, yeah. your, your body goes to entropy. You're gonna. Yeah. I don't care how strong you are. You're gonna. You're, you're gonna go through and you're gonna decline. Yeah. I mean, it well, it's just is what it is. <laughs> really, right now. 
and I watched a little bit of that video that Brian mm-hmm. posted. Mm-hmm. I just want to go and tell both of them, fucking do it. Or shut the fuck up. Yeah, I mean it, it's and it's more the nerd or the 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 geeks and everybody like oh what would happen what would happen and you know CM Punk you know said a few things and then J- Jason David Frank does another thing and they're just like bickering back and forth like little girls it's yeah. like okay either shut the hell up man up or man up and do it well it's, it's the old line from uh, it's the old line from uh, my, my favorite movie Zombieland. Where Tallahassee says, you got to nut up or shut up. Right. But here's my retort to that. Once Uf- or once CM Punk signed his UFC contract, mm-hmm. he shut that down. Like anybody True. would bring up uh, JDF, he'd be like, he would just either back away from the question or he'd dodge it. And they're like, oh, he's dodging a fight, he's dodging a fight. No. He's training for a serious UFC fight. Plus, you got to understand... His WWE career is gone. Right. He will be lucky if maybe in 10, 20 years he irons out the kinks and, you know, puts out the fires that he started and gets a Legends contract. But, so, I mean, that's been said about everybody. Yeah, look at Brad, mean, Brad, uh, Bret Hart, Bret Hart, Ultimate Warrior. Yep. I mean, every freaking person. Uh, it, they, oh, they they're never going to come back. And then two, two minutes later, oh, hey, look who's coming through the curtain. Well, CM Punk was on the top of the, you know, fucked up. And it's not even fucked up. I mean, we don't know the whole story, but I listened to the Cole Cole Cabana, Cabana he podcast. Said he, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and people have said different things. And, again, that's not even the full story. But, I mean, he did what he had to do. And yeah. WWE did what they had to do. So it's like, you know. Well, coming from. Let's, but he let's, could always come back. He could always come back. But let's say this. You got to look at a standpoint of this is my new career. This is going to be my new bread and butter. I don't want to start a fight with somebody that, A, Dana White isn't behind because he's my new boss. Right. And, two, don't get me wrong. I think, in my opinion, it probably a stalemate. Like, either one could win. And even Dana White has said, and even though he didn't say it in full on, like, exactly, they're going to give him some gimme fights. Those first two fights, I think, are going to be gimme fights. Yeah. They even said, like, the first people he fights will probably be people that are, like, 0 and 4, 0 and 5. Allegedly. Well, no, he 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 did say that. Yeah, he said, like, the first few fights are going to be. Allegedly, yeah. Let's because our lawyer <laughs> would like it if we say allegedly, allegedly, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. Everything's allegedly. Allegedly, that the first few fights he he is going to have are probably going to be easier fights because think about it. This is your new cash cow. You put a lot of money into. Oh him. yeah. Dana White put a shit ton of money into him because he's on contract. I can tell you right now, he probably got a allegedly got a front-ended deal so he got the money because hey he's got to live he's got to train he's got to eat especially right. now his wife isn't working for yep. wwe anymore yep because so. yeah left. which is that a was awkward fucking bummer yeah because the he, she was on top of the divas division like and people, i love well her. it doesn't just, really take much to be on top of the divas division right now well uh, and I, I love Paige. Paige is still great. Yeah, Paige, Paige is, is awesome great. but they don't do i mean that whole hashtag give divas a chance where the hell did that go Right. Nowhere. I mean, the matches are still up a until joke. that point. There were some. There were some really good matches. Even WrestleMania, I love the the matches they the were. The matches in were great. Yeah. And, and the thing I think that made me the maddest is I want to say it was a pay per view before last. Uh, Paige was going to be in it. It was going to be like a Fatal Four Way or something. They're like, oh no, she's filming this new movie. She won't be able to be there. So they just wrote her out the match. I'm like, 
literally, you guys, it's a WWE Films movie. You can't fly her out for the yeah. night to fight and then just, fly just her back the next time day. Out. Yeah. We're going to go do this match, and which then, is your, uh, yeah, your so, number one diva right yeah, now because yeah. AJ's gone. Yeah, yeah, so for 48 hours, you can't miss me from set. You can't film somebody else. Like, that uh. tells me about how much they care about it. Now, the good thing is, I will say this, NXT, which is here in Orlando, which we need to make a happy hour field trip very soon to go I see. I will join you. Yeah. Oh, I definitely. have not been yet, but uh, I watch we NXT. We can do like NXT crazy. happy so hour good. slash uh, ig- ignition. ignition or JB Designs yeah, exactly. or whatever we want. Yeah, we will yep. call it that yep. and do a field trip with all of us. And we'll even tweet it out saying, hey, we're going so all of our fans can come and see us and hang out. Oh, hell yeah. And we'll do it and go see it because I've been wanting seriously – Super hard to go to an NXT. Let event. me just say straight up, NXT is the superior product right now. I oh yeah. I'm gonna get a lot of flack for that on the internet, but actually NXT, you won't. I mean, you, I hear it all the time. NXT is so good. You like, get Triple the H, wrestling. Triple H <laughs> is like, hey, he he's got it down, dude. He's got. He's like, hey, people want to see legit fun action wrestling. People want to yeah. see it. Like this thing about who's. I mean, dude, Sami Zayn got a huge pop in the in uh, Raw. Like when he jump made that jump or whatever. Like there's some amazing talent that's come from that. And I I just I think NXT is a superior. It's a superior product right now. Well, here's the thing. Like they've actually said on backstage interviews and things like that. Like kind of behind the scenes that like the people in NXT are kind of scared because they're like, look, we're doing amazing products. We're having amazing shows, but. We're only in front of a crowd of 300. Like, you know, we want to get to the main roster because we'll be in front of more people. We'll get our name out. But we don't want to leave because we love this product. And it's actually so telling because two interviews happened. One was with Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho said flat out, he's coming back this summer to wrestle for WWE. But he's only doing house shows because he said, look... The WWE TV product isn't as good as it used to be, and I'd rather do house shows because at a house show, as me, Jericho, I can do whatever I want. Nobody's going to tell me anything. And also, Batista said, he's like, look, if I ever come back to WWE, I'm only doing house shows because I can do whatever I want. Nobody's going to tell me what I got to do, and it'll be more fun for me as a person because I'm unscripted. But he's like, Raw and SmackDown right now is so scripted, I don't want to go back. Well, and that's the thing is it's like – Batista now would get a pop because of how great Guardians of the Galaxy was. Before he was, no one knew how Guardians of the Galaxy was going to do, and they're like, "Hey, because as I, long I, as they don't shove him down the th- our throats, uh, right?" Now, which they, they, he came back. He's going to win Royal Rumble. Like you knew yeah. right away, he's going to yeah. win Royal Rumble. But like, that was pre Guardians. That was pre. Yeah, that was the problem. Like Guardians of the Galaxy hadn't come out yet. Also, now he's been yeah, cast in the role of Kurgan in the new Highlander reboot. So. On top of that, he's going to be the new big villain in the new James Bond movie. So he's getting movies out the yin yang. But he's still an old school guy. They're not yeah. as old school yeah, as he, other he people. is in his late forties. But That's what the WWE universe wants, and a lot of stuff that I see, and what yeah. I want, yeah. are the new guys. We right. want Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns. Well, not Roman Reigns. Nobody wants Dolph Ziggler. Fan. Dolph Ziggler. I mean, when when a big guy like that, like Batista, and you saw exactly what happened. Batista came back. Bootista, <laughs> and you thought Daniel Bryan was going to win the Royal Rumble, and oh, it's sh- he, psh- and, and it well, was. Well, I'm going to call this right now because uh, Sunday is back or payback, right? And this will air after that. I am hoping if WWE has any sense in their skull, it's now a fatal four way. It is Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Kane. 
if Kane, I thought it was Randy Orton. Oh, it no, is Randy, Randy Orton. Orton. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, but if they don't do uh, basically the Shield getting back together, I think they're <sighs> stupid. Because think about it: the Shield gets back together. They let Seth Rollins keep the belt, but they're like, "Look, we've been playing you this whole time. We've oh, playing, I love it. We've love been it. playing the That's authority awesome. the whole time. That would be awesome. This is our boy. We've been working behind the scenes to make sure he wins Dude. it. I helped him win it at WrestleMania. Me, Roman Reigns, right? And they all get back together and they go against the authority. Oh, that I love could it. Last all summer. That's that, a, that I could actually it. turn right. that pay per view from a shit show to the show you must see. Yeah, yeah. because it, I mean, there and. I love it. I do, too. (laughs) And I really do, too. And it just, you know, it puts those guys on top, which you need. Mm -hmm. And um, But I think they're putting too many pay-per-views on anymore. I I do, too. Because now they got an Elimination Chamber thing at one time, which they weren't supposed to do Elimination Chamber. Now they are. They're doing it, and they're going to tape it, and they're going to do it as a pay-per-view on the network, which I'm kind of glad they're doing it as a pay-per-view on the network because it sounds really fun because our boy – Daniel Bryan had to drop the Intercontinental title. They're <laughs> going to have an Intercontinental Elimination Chamber right. match. And here's the cool thing, because this has never happened before. They're going to have a tag team Elimination Chamber match. Yeah. But here's what they're going to do. Each tag team has to be in the pod. Right. Nice. So when the pod That's opens, awesome. both members come out. It's a tornado tag. Right. So great. I think, I mean, you got a lot of people in the cell. And the also, only- you got to do it during the summer, because the problem was before... The Elimination Chamber was before WrestleMania, yeah. so they didn't want anybody to get hurt. Because right. they're like, look, if somebody gets hurt, and this is a guy that's going to be a big player at WrestleMania, we're we're boned. But mm-hmm. now it's the summer. It's like, fuck, if they get hurt, who gives a shit? They've got right. six months to rest up, and they'll be ready for WrestleMania, the that'd road be, to WrestleMania. That'd be slightly funny if they could figure out a way, and I wouldn't be all the tag teams, but mix one of the like, – Two tag teams together, oh. and they're just beating the shit out of each other in the pod. Pretty cool. Like if like you had one member of, of New Day, and you had Tyson Kidd with him, or right. if you had Cesaro, and like a member of the Ascension with him, or something. Like, there's a lot of things you can do. And the thing is, like for a hot minute, like they were like, "Oh, we're going to bring the tag teams back," and that's when uh, Road Dog and uh, Jesse James uh, came back, and that was awesome. Billy Gunn. Yeah, badass Billy Gunn. Oh, yeah. Uh, they had them come back, and that was cool. Like, they for a hot minute, like, the tag teams were something special. And it's like, oh, shit. Because everybody knows, it, it, and we're going back in the way, way back machine, how you made single stars was you started them in tag team. Yep, right. You would break up the tag team, yep. and then they become singles wrestlers. Right. And WWE has gone so far past that. And, and here's a funny thing, which I love about WWE. You have so much tape library that you could go to and steal ideas from, oh, and yeah. you don't do it. Like, right. what the hell is wrong with you? I've, I've, I, here's the thing. Here's a quandary uh, for me. It's like I actually hated when the Shield and when the Wyatt family all broke up because they, dude, well, they you were, know the Wyatt family's getting back together. Both uh, are they Eric, really? Eric Rowan and uh, the guy in the the Luke the Harper, mask. Luke Harper are back together as a tag team. So I think it's only going to be a matter of time before they, need they bring to the family back they, together. Think about how amazing it was a year ago when you had you had the you had no the the Evolution 2.0, you had you had uh the Shield and you had the Wyatts all three groups the stables yeah. so to speak cuz well, you don't have stables anymore like no. you, don't, you know well, and even subtracting Evolution out of that when they when the Wyatts and Shield stood on each side of the ring. This is yeah. awesome chant. Wait a minute. Both these teams have a common enemy. 
it was yeah. going on forever. That's the loudest. This is awesome, Chan. I've heard in WWE it was in insane. a while. At that time. It was so. And good. And then uh, Peoples made some badass art after that one. They had oh, yeah. like you know uh, some really cool stuff after that. But yeah, I mean, I, I like. I, I think the Wyatts need to come back together because I, I don't even know why they took them apart. Because they should have had them, them apart with... because they wanted Bray Wyatt to do his own thing, but they did that, and then they did nothing with him. Like, well, Bray yeah, Wyatt got hurt, with, though. Yeah. Yeah. But Bray yeah. Wyatt got hurt, so like they didn't help any. And, and here's the other caveat I want to add. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to get hurt again said, with Ryback. Yeah. And, and they, well, actually, that's a funny thing. Like they're, They literally throw together, like, Thursday night uh, match where Ryback's now on the pay-per-view. Like, they keep throwing these matches, like, two nights before a pay-per-view. Like, oh, these people are fighting. If you were actually having to buy it, not in the network, but from the pay-per-view provider, you wouldn't do that. But no. the thing they need to do with the Wyatt family, I've said this from the jump, there was a girl who was in the uh, original vignettes. Right. And that was what Sister Abigail was named after. And she was going to be Sister Abigail. And it was one of the NXT wrestlers that was in those vignettes. I don't care if you keep the same girl. Add a girl to it. Right. So now they're a stable with a female wrestler. So yep. not only are and they the going after the men, they're going right. after the NXT, or they're going after the divas. Yep, uh, it brings somebody else up from NXT. Like it's a winner all around. And the problem is, is I don't know what's going on with WWE Creative. I really don't. What? And I've heard a lot. I listen to a lot of different things, and talk, I know, talk to a couple people. They don't believe in the slow burn anymore. No, when it's it comes be to a fast. storm, like because hot shot they're like, it. it's like, no, you can't. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, they want stuff right away, and I'm like, I bet you, if you did some slow burn shit, people would really, you know, do some that are the quick, but let's do some slow burn shit and let things last a while yeah. and well, build up and progress. Look at look at, um, look at Dolph Ziggler. He was just a lackey back in the day. Like he yeah. was, he wasn't anything. He, he was a part of the Spirit Squad. Yeah. He was just, which I just saw yeah. a part, uh, uh, the clip the other day. And yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Dolph. Man. Yeah, he was just a lackey. Like he wasn't anything. And then all of a sudden, it's like the fans start all of a sudden gravitating towards him. They're like, dude. The reason why I love Dolph Ziggler, and and that and there's a lot. The internet wrestling community loves him too. But the average watcher is kind of like indifferent on him. Dude comes out. Think about it. You have all these like negativity and, and all these heels, quote unquote heels coming out, and then you you see Dolph Ziggler come out. He's jumping. He's excited. He's screaming. His hair's wet. He's falling back. He kind of has that whole you know like Ric Flair appeal. Like he was so energetic. But and people all, loved not only him. That, you know? He does that in a shit match. Like yeah, oh, yeah. he does it I'm every match. I'm fighting Heath Slater. Or I'm fighting 100%. some like right. jobber. Like I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna give 110. Oh, percent I don't so... give a shit what anybody thinks. I'm gonna give. The best match of my life tonight, even if it's at a house show, he doesn't Aww. care. He's like so... he is the hardest working man at the business. And, and I loved, I loved his uh, world heavyweight championship run with yeah. AJ and uh, um, oh Biggie. yeah, I loved yeah. that run. That was a great run. And yeah, you know, and of course, you know, he's trying to he he said he's done some things that the WWE didn't like, so he's kind of trying to get back in the good faith. Well, he was in know? the doghouse for a yeah, minute. He was. And then he got out of the doghouse. He house, wants back in the good graces. Back in the doghouse, and he was back out. Well, yeah. and then I guess he's concussion prone. I've yeah, heard he a is. Few times. He is. Yeah. So they're so, worried yeah, about but, that. I mean, think how long he's been wrestling lately and hasn't had a concussion. Right. He's, he's been, been wrestling. I think probably he's like allergic to titles though, because as soon as they hand him one, something something yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it, we call it the Daniel Bryan effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's another thing to talk about is Daniel Bryan. Like, I think they brought him back too early because, like, oh yeah, you got that message for on your phone. It was like, yeah, Daniel Bryan will not be competing in the pay per view tonight. Or like, what yeah. is going on? Like, Daniel Bryan. Like, I I love that Daniel Bryan won the, the Intercontinental Championship because it gave legitimacy back to that title. Because you look at the the USA Championship. I love Dean Ambrose. 
but he held that title for what a year and didn't really do anything with it, you know. And it's like right. now it's like John Cena has it, and like he's bringing legitimacy back to that title. Love him or hate John Cena, the dude sells merch. The dude is a. I I argue no one's better on the mic than John Cena. The dude's got some amazing mic skills. So I guess my I mean, I guess what what would you do to fix WWE? Like if uh, Josh, like if I you mean, had... I would do I would do more things with the slow burn. Try to mix some stuff up. I like what they're doing with Cena with the U.S. title. He's kind of more yeah, in the middle of the show. Yeah, and he's doing it every night. Right. He's like, hey, I'm you know defending it every night, yeah. and he gives people like Neville a chance to do it. Oh, yeah. Which Neville he's, almost beat him until well, the right. interference. He's, not to say this, but he's the Chris Jericho right now. He's, he's, he's not saying that he's jobbing people because he's not jobbing, but he's giving people – he's elevating people. He's giving people a push, well, and a he boost. Has, and with WWE, they got to focus on the tag teams because that's yeah. another big thing. And they're they're getting close with it. They're getting better. It, I, I love to Sorrow and Kid, I love. Yeah, them. and the, the new days being a holes now is working yeah. well. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, you know, um, and I think they need to go back to two hours for Raw. I think you feel like they're just filling it out, stretching it too much. I, one person had an idea of let NXT of some sorts be the first hour. Oh, I love it. And that would, then be Raw great. two yeah. hours after that. I would love that because you got the uh, you know the young guys up in the main show. Yeah. Um, and they gotta just push younger people and get them up more. Which no. they're getting better. And yeah. I mean, because you had Sam, uh, Sami Zayn in, oh, yeah, and uh, Wade which, Barrett yeah. and all that. Like that was an awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Not everyone, not everyone, um, translates over very well. I felt really bad for the Ascension. Ascension yeah. was killing it in NXT, and then they get over. And I was reading online where they had to like cut out the booze and they had to throw in cheers during their matches in WWE and Raw. I was like, like, wow. I mean, they, they would have been great in the eighties. Yeah, uh, they have that. They have got that eighties. Yelling at the camera yeah. vibe, and yeah. people don't Road like Warriors kind of vibe. Yeah. And well, I, and yeah. everybody looks yeah. at them like a cheap version of the Road, the road Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why would you dress them like that? And yeah. they go, why does everybody think they're in the Road Warriors? It's like, because yeah. they look exactly like the Fucking Road Warriors. Exactly it also didn't help that you, you had Bradshaw and. Uh, I, I keep calling Farouk. Uh, uh, Billy Simmons, Bill Simmons, Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons, come out there in APA, and every time and APA comes out, ass, it's yeah. hilarious. Well, that was like the nail in the coffin to him. They're like, yeah. okay, we're done with them. And, and the other thing is, and I hear a lot because I listen to Jr's podcast. Yeah, I yeah. listen to Mick Foley yeah. uh, on a couple of things. And Which, uh, by the, the way, if you have not had a chance, please, please, please go out and see Mick Foley. His stand up is oh, amazing. Great. I've actually seen it uh, live, and it, it was the greatest thing ever like i don't get me wrong i liked his cheap pops they did on the network right but what we saw up in it was actually the ocala area where we oh, okay. saw him um was 10 times better so if you get a chance to go see him live you need to do it it's an awesome show the other thing kind of to add to your uh, maybe taking it down to two hours or at nxt for the first hour it's either next year or the year after uh, Sci-Fi is ditching SmackDown, and right. SmackDown is going to the USA Network, which means two nights a week, USA Network's big thing is going to be WWE. So they're either a going to maybe even kick SmackDown out to three hours, or Ugh. they're going to have to focus more on what's going on. Well, here's the thing: before you say, "Oh, 
If you kick SmackDown out to three hours, that's six hours a week of prime time that WWE is getting. They're going to have to move these NXT guys up, and they're going to have to have a plan. I think the problem is you've got to have a better creative team if you're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, which if you're is doing really six lacking. hours a week, you're going to have to get a better creative team. And I'll tell you what, talking about the fast burn, you've got to go see that E60 behind the curtain special. Right. Because when you watch the creative meetings, you see the, the fast burn in action because they're like, oh, this guy isn't translating. They're like, dude, the guy's been here three months. And they're like, well, he's not translating TV. We got to do something with him. We got to flip him. We got to do this. And that's what happened with Adam Rose, which I'm the new biggest Adam Rose fan on the planet right. because of that special. Because you saw the struggle of him, his wife, his son, who's got some medical problems. Like, you see, he's like, look, when I go out every night in the ring, I do this for my family. I do it for my son. I do it so we've got a better life. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, every time Adam Rose comes out now, I'm going to cheer for him. Hell, I'm even probably going to buy an Adam Rose shirt just so he gets some merch sale money. Well, and if you just take him and make him dark. Yeah. I mean, make him a be- why? Why this... Rosebud crap and all. Well, Who here's the thing. That they tried with, with Leo Kruger because they used to, back in the day, well, I shouldn't say back in the day. This is only a year ago. They used to come to Winter Haven to the Armory. Right. And it was like they only might get 200 people, but they put on a hell of a show. Right. And he was Leo Kruger, and he was trying to be this evil gimmick. And they talk about it in the E60 show. They're like, this guy doesn't have a bad bone in his body. This guy is just a nice guy. So we need to turn that up to 11 make him more fun, make him to where people like him. And I think the Adam Rose gimmick would work maybe if they gave him a, a, a diva to kind of come out with or maybe. maybe even put him as a part of a tag team with him and somebody other people like. Like, put him together with uh, Damian Sandow. Like, that yeah. guy is over like crazy. Like, put the two of them together, bring them up. But, I mean, well, let's you've got a pre- bigger plan. Well, also, you got to look at it, too. Like, not everyone – very rarely, and that's why it's such a big deal – with uh, Stone Cold and The Rock, how how big they were, is because very rarely do you have someone that could do the full package. Oh yeah, that's right. good in the ring that that people love. That's good on the mic. Like that's why John Cena, love him or hate him, the dude the dude sells merch and oh yeah, and he he puts on heck of a heck of a great show, you know. And he's great on the mic. Uh, it's like you look at Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, people love him for his in ring ability, but the dude's not very good on the mic. You you know you look I, I I don't know. I think you need to give people time to shine, and I think that was what the problem was with uh, Paige. Like Vince didn't give Paige much credit at all, and she's actually really good on the mic, but he doesn't Which give her enough funny. time. You've got a three-hour show. you got to pad out. Why don't you give more people mic time? Instead more of promos. So Cut more promos. Well, matches, you know, like, have more promos. But they don't let them. That's what a little bit of the difference from the Attitude Era to now. Yeah. They don't let – they they write a lot of their stuff. Them. They make them read it, and you can actually see them. They'll be looking. They're looking at the teleprompter. Like, they're, yeah, or they're looking at the cue cards or whatever, and it's like, let them be them. The reason Stone Cold became Stone Cold, the reason The Rock became The Rock, is you let them be them, and it was like, here's the mic. They Have improvised a, a yeah, little bit, yeah. and they were their own characters, and they and they, well, and they, they loved it. Yeah. And like, if you listen to Stone Cold's, JR's, yeah. all the re- old wrestlers' podcasts, that's all they say is like, you got to give these people more creative freedom. Yeah. That's why Attitude Era was so good because we were creating yeah. everything on they the spot. They actually would come up with ideas. They'd go to Vince and say, hey, I got this idea. And Vince would go, okay, run with that. And yep. it just, you know, our same thing. I, they said, and all I love the ECW. Anything ECW, I love when they do documentaries because Paul Heyman was not only the – 
the owner, the manager, he was like, I, I, I talk all the time. They say Bubba Ray Dudley. He's like, he would sit down with them and they'd sit late night and they'd talk at like IHOP or wherever. And he's like, look, right. he would tell us this new idea for a character. He said, hey, maybe you should go this direction. Or I bounce something off him like, hey, I want to go this way. He's like, that's a good idea. Let's tweak it. Like he had people to bounce it off of. And I've got a feeling that the newer guys, the people they're bouncing off of are Vince Yesman. And they're like, Vince wouldn't like that. Don't do that. Or like, right. yeah, that's a good idea. Vince will like that. Let's do that. Like, they're not people that care about them as people. They care about keeping their jobs and keeping their paychecks. I'm going to be straight. Allegedly. Up. I'm going to be straight up and honest. Vince McMahon, I think you are a genius. I think you are one of the most influential and important businessmen in, in, my, in our generation. Of course. But once he leaves and gives it to Stephanie and Triple H, I think the product, the, the brand's going to change significantly. Yeah, I think I think he's stuck in his uh, ways yeah. a little bit, and he's kind of lo- well, He hasn't lost it 100%, but he's starting to lose touch yeah. with the audience. I'll give you an example. Uh, Stone Cold, he, he told he told flat out to Vince McMahon, hey, you screwed up on the Cesaro deal. Cesaro was over. People yeah. love Cesaro. Yeah. And yeah. why Dude, do you wonder that the, the uh, Stone Cold podcast isn't anymore yeah, on the network? Because he was too. It's only the Chris Jericho podcast yeah. that's on there. And it's because he Cold was too heat. real and a little too raw. See, then when you listen to Stone Cold, though, he said it wasn't. He just, they didn't schedule it right. You yeah. know what? And I, who knows if Stone Cold's yeah. playing nice? But you know he doesn't have to play nice on his podcast. No, especially when it was all done when they started doing Jericho stuff. He's like, uh, "There's no beef. There's no problems. We yeah. were trying to schedule something. By the time they were ready to schedule something, yeah. I already got the yeah, CMT I'm doing, show. Yeah. I got this because he's got like two or three different CMT shows. Because he, dude, there was not a better guy built for the country music television." Than fucking Stone Cold, like right. he was, you might as well have just birthed him on CMT's front yard because <laughs> it's like here is a guy that is basically redneck personified. Right, do something with him, right. but I don't know. Some of that just doesn't mesh with me. I it's f- a guy from the outside looking in. I'm like, Ugh. I feel like uh, Stone Cold asked the right questions. I yeah. feel like he 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 was because when you watch the interview with Triple H, Triple H is kind of more agreeing with Stone Cold. It's kind of like. Yeah, I see, and you know things happen, and all this yeah. stuff, and I think that's why I, I people aren't giving Triple H enough credit. But man, no. what he's doing with oh, NXT yeah. is so fantastic. I think the WWE in in uh, Triple H's hands, uh, Paul Levesque, if you will, is in good hands. Right. I think, and I think Johnny hit the nail on the head. Once him and Stephanie get the full reins, and, right, and Vince is like, "Hey, I'm out. I'm tapping out. This is all yours." I think we actually might see a wrestling re- renaissance. Where we see it comes back, it gets super popular. Now, don't get me wrong, because there's too many channels now. We will never have another Attitude Era. I wish nah. we would, but we don't, because back then there wasn't as many cable channels, well, and you only had so many options. And it wasn't PG now. It's no, TV yeah, PG yeah. now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, but I, can I mean, even, it was just that lightning in a bottle thing. Yeah, and, and I don't think you'll ever recreate that. They even tried to do it when... Uh, because I'm a uh, was a big fan of TNA when Hulk Hogan was there, and yeah. I went all the time. And they were doing exactly. the Monday Night War. Yeah, I went all the time, especially when they were doing the Monday Night shows because they were trying to compete live right. with WWE and try and like get that lightning in a bottle. Which, hey, Vince McMahon, if you were smart, you might have thrown a few dollars your way so they would compete with you and maybe make your product more relevant. Like but he did with ECW. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, there was a lot of ways they could have made that better, and they didn't, which sucks, but it is what it is. But I think maybe even if they don't have a competitor, they might be able to put it together, make a product, and we'll get some sort of renaissance out of it, and it will make a better show. 
Well, yeah. I guess my last thing before we go, who who do you love right now in the WWE? Who, who right now, uh, big fan of Daniel Bryan, but you know yeah, he's yeah. gone at the moment. For now, they're, for now, they're saying he might come back of just like a regular role. Well, uh, that was non-wrestling. the other thing that actually kind of surprised me. Like when CM Punk was out, they had him at the announce desk. It's like, yeah, can't he still do his well, physical well, therapy yeah, and be at the announce desk? S- like, why don't you have him on camera doing? At the announce desk or doing behind the scenes I think that's interviews. what they're going to do now. Like, I hope so. But they I were really so do. focused on bringing him back because of all the what he had yeah. after 30. Yeah. Um, but I'm really big on Dean Ambrose. Yeah, he's I my like favorite Seth right Rollins now. I like Seth Rollins a lot. Yeah, I, I don't Seth like Rollins the awesome. sniveling bad guy so much. No. Uh, but, as I like to call it the chicken shit heel. Yeah, he, but you need it. Yeah, so. you need it, and you need that role to be filled. But I think he's better when you let him have some power because – the dude can wrestle his ass. Oh, off. dude, and he's he ma- a beast. Look at him with his shirt off. The guy is a beast. The yeah. dude made that that match against Randy Orton in uh, uh, WrestleMania. He made that match look amazing. That RKO oh, yeah. out of nowhere dude, that, that he, he did on he him. Was all, that was all was all him. That was, was Randy Rollins. Orton. That was all like, that Rollins. was the dude. Yeah. And he was always fun to watch when they were in the Shield. And I thought yeah. that. I mean, dude. So good. So yeah. those are your guys right now. Those, those are, are my that, guys right now. And they're now. all most of them are high energy and, and very yeah. exciting to watch. And that's oh, yeah. something that we would well, like. Well, and to the see. smaller guys too. I've always yeah. related yeah. to the smaller guys. Like I'm yeah. a big yeah. Jeff Hardy fan. RG. Oh yeah, oh, yeah dude. Yeah. Those are some tag teams back in the day. Jeff Hardy, holy oh, crap. Yeah. And Edge I, of Christian I, I, and all that's that. That's the one thing I'd love to see. RVD is overdue for a comeback since he was back not that long ago. Yeah, he with has, the company. but he does three month contracts. So that, yeah. that's the way. He's one of the few people. If he comes back for three months, it puts asses in seats. Yeah, but I'm just saying he's one of the few that WWE actually does let do that because yeah. like well and he builds up the younger guys he does the best he thing does with him. that yeah. was the best thing with Jericho too he built up the younger guys and Jericho yeah. also did do he did contracts as well three month contracts yep. so and I, I don't know, the other thing I think is it, that WWE doesn't have a hair in their ass if they don't bring the Dudley or not the well they should bring the Dudley boys back but not just that they need to bring because Matt is in the probably the best shape he's ever been Jeff's in the best shape they've ever been both are both head clear the yeah. best they've ever been bring them back and do another hardy boys run because you want to inject some life into the tag team scene and exactly what they did with my DNA. wife would, exactly having my wife young guys. Yep. my wife would be sitting down watching raw every week if the hardy boys came back yes. oh yeah she, she loved that attitude era doing, that, doing the edge and christian the dudley boys and eminem and all them like they yeah. were doing all these amazing yep. matches the tags and ladder tag mat table tlc matches dude wrestlemania 17 i just watched recently one of the Best like four way tag to matches. You, th- oh, that yeah. pay was great, first of all, but like that that four way match, where I never forget. You have Jeff Hardy up, he's dangling from the belts, and then Christian goes up and just spears him. I'm like, shit. Yeah. God, this is one of the greatest things ever. Like, so good. Like, this match is we could talk about this all night, guys. Yeah, it's, but, getting uh, it's, it's getting late. It's getting late. It's getting late. People yeah. got to go home. But yeah. also, before we do that, we got to plug a couple things. Josh, what do you got to plug? All right. Uh, I've got uh, Memorial Day weekend. I'll be in Melbourne, Florida for Space Coast Nerd Fest. Uh, just hit Space Coast Nerd Fest into Google. You'll be able to find it. And then the first weekend in June, I'll be at uh, in Miami for Hero HypeCon. So just go over to my website, and you'll be able to find, help. Uh, go to my Facebook page. You'll find everything on there and what I'm bringing, and I'll be debuting the new Spider-Man prints while I'm there. Awesome. So check it out. Uh, com is his website. That's J-O-S-H-B-A-U-E-R. 
A-R-T-I-S-T dot com. So definitely give, check him out, see what all he's doing, get some commissions, uh, you know, some original stuff done and some prints and the paintings, all that stuff. He'll do it all for you. So definitely check it out and give him some love and uh, tell him the happy hour Johnny Deuce sent you. And, of course, how you can find us is facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show also you can hit us up at hh podcast show or send us some emails because we need some more we're doing a mailbag episode soon we're doing that and also don't forget our nerd lila yeah, and we need some good news thank you, you uh, better you exactly <laughs> you're right on yeah that's what my mom says all the time so, <laughs> speaking of that just hit us up hh podcast show at gmail.com Send us the nerd Lila That's questions, good, and also yeah. not just that, just send us some mailbag questions. And of course, when you're trying to hit up the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce on Facebook, there's three hashtags you got to put in your Twitter machine. Yep. that would be hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast. That'd be hashtag Happy Hour Podcast, hashtag HH Podcast Show, and hashtag. Deuces on the loose. Later, guys. See ya. See ya.